Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. I just want you to focus your attention on God this morning. The Bible says, set your minds on things that are above, not on earthly things. Connect yourself to your maker this morning. Do not be distracted. Hallelujah. Because what God you know, has proposed to do amidst us today is great. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He has promised that he will do wonders here this morning. He has promised to set captives free. He has promised to, to lose bondages. He's a faithful God. But if you get yourself connected with him today, your life and your destiny shall be located. Hallelujah. You know, my papa was talking about this particular topic. And he said one thing that I, you know, I took home that day. He said, and I want to quote him. He said, we are formed and we are also created. Hallelujah. And when we were formed, we were given a kingdom. But when we were created, we are given a place to establish the kingdom. So man, we were both formed and we were both created. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. A place has been given to you to establish your kingdom. That was what he said. And Pastor Shingano was speaking here last week. He made mention about the two different laws. The law of sin and death and the law of the spirit of life. He advised you to choose one. And I want to believe you have chosen life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. The first Adam lost the kingdom. Hallelujah. The gospel of the kingdom is not just ordinary gospel. It's a gospel of power. Hallelujah. It's a gospel of deliverance. Hallelujah. It's a gospel of healing. It's a gospel of peace. A gospel of joy. Name it anything. It's a special gospel. It's not just anything. Hallelujah. And it's a gospel of restoration. Which I'm dwelling upon this morning. The gospel of the kingdom is a gospel of restoration. Hallelujah. Adam and Eve, they lost the kingdom. I want to, you know, I want to explain three different things that they lost, not just one. When they disobeyed God, when Adam and Eve disobeyed God, they lost the kingdom. That is one. They lost their status. That is two. And they lost the presence of God. That is three. I don't know, maybe you are here this morning. You don't even know where you belong to. You don't know, maybe you belong to the kingdom of God or you belong to the other kingdom. You are still, you know, wondering. You are still sitting on the fence. Are you here this morning? Have you lost your status? They sinned against God. Immediately they sinned against God. Immediately they disobeyed God. They lost the fellowship. They have with God. They lost the presence of God. That interaction between them and God, you know, cut. 
Hallelujah. It stopped. What is it that you have lost this morning? Have you lost the kingdom? Which is the glory of God upon your life? Have you lost your status? I mean your placement in the kingdom. I mean your position in the kingdom. Have you lost it? Where are you in the kingdom? Where are you placed in the kingdom of God? Hallelujah. It's beyond you crossing from, from death to life. The gospel of the kingdom is beyond that. If it is just about that, why is it that there is no transformation in the church of God? Why is it that there is no transformation in your life? What can people point to and say, yes, indeed, you are a child of God? That is to tell you it beyond that. You have a status, you know, to maintain. You have a kingdom to establish into. Hallelujah. You have the presence of God to keep. You have the fellowship of God to keep in your life. Hallelujah. How many of you do even hear God? You don't even hear God anymore. When he speaks, do you hear him? The Bible says in the cool of the day, he always come down. He, he, you know, he, he interacts with them. He fellowships with them. He discusses with them. Oh, Adam, what are you doing today? What have you guys eaten? Because they were blessed with everything. In the, in, in the Garden of Eden. But they lost that connection because of disobedience. Hallelujah. But I want to tell you today a good news. That Jesus Christ has come to restore back what you have lost. Hallelujah. To give you back the kingdom. Hallelujah. To restore you back to your status. To restore you back to your position. To restore you back to your placement. Hallelujah. And to restore you back to the presence of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. In the Garden of Eden, I want to speak about the Garden of Eden. Many of us always think that the Garden of Eden is just a geographical location. It's beyond that. It's beyond that. The Garden of Eden is a spiritual entity. It's beyond just a geographical place. It's a spiritual entity. It is where God manifests himself. That is the moment of the presence of God. Hallelujah. It is the moment where God converses with his people. It's beyond just geographical place. No, it's beyond that. Hallelujah. And the day you stop, the day men stop, I mean Adam and Eve, the day they stop, you know, uh, interacting with him the, the day they stopped the, listening to his voice that was the day they lost the heritage they lost that moment that moment of grace that moment of his presence they lost it that day hallelujah praise the name of the lord you know i always say no man can manifest the glory of god no man can manifest the glory of God without his presence. I mean, without God's presence. You can't go far without his presence. So if you want to go far, you need the presence of God for you to be able to manifest your glory. Hallelujah. Because his presence, his glory is revealed in his presence. The glory of the Lord is revealed in his presence. The glory of the Lord dwells in his presence. Hallelujah. We always sing this song. Where the presence, 
Worship team, can you sing that song? We lift him higher. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We lift him higher. Don't follow my, my key. Have your seat, hallelujah. Thank you, worship team. The two goes together. His presence reveals his glory. Hallelujah. You know one thing I studied about the, 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 the life of Adam and Eve. <laughs> Do you know why they disobeyed God? They disobeyed God because they don't know who they are. Do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? Do you even know what you carry? Holy Spirit. See glories. You don't know what you are. You don't know where you belong to. You don't know your level. If actually Adam and Eve know who they were, they will not disobey God. You know what the devil did? He told them that if you, if you eat this fruit, you will be like God. Adam and Eve forgotten. They were already like God. Ah, Jesus Christ. The Bible says in the book of Genesis 1.27, it said, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Hallelujah. They were being already created in the image of God. They were just like God. So what else? But they did not know. And I'm putting the same question to you this morning. Do you know who you are? Because if you don't know you, you, who you are, oh Jesus Christ, devil will steal your glory away. Devil will cheat you so much. Do you realize that the same test, uh, the same, uh, what do you call uh, temptation given to Adam and Eve was given to Jesus? But because Jesus knew whom he was, he refused to bow for the devil. He stood his ground upon the word of God. Hallelujah. Many of us, we have failed. Little test, little test, you are nowhere. Little trials, where are you? You need to begin to stand upon your feet because you belong to the kingdom. The Bible says he has seated you with Christ in the heavenlies, far above powers, far above principalities. You are seated with the Christ. You belong above. You did not belong here at all. So when anything comes your way, just tell the situation you are joking. I always say to the devil, you are playing with the wrong person. I am not your candidate. <laughs> you are dealing with the wrong candidate here. You have come to me. You have failed. 
even before you started. And that is it. I don't say it inside. I say it out. That is it. You need to know who you are. You need to know where you belong to. So that devil will not cheat you. It's, the Bible says he's rolling up and down. Looking for whom to defer. He's so cunning. And that was what he did to Adam and Eve. He came to fool them. I always, you know, that story always makes me hungry. That Adam, God gave you the instruction for God's sake. Why did you listen to Eve? Men, be careful. Be careful of the advice of your wives. I'm not saying women, we are good. Abby, we have good advice at times. Not all the time. But please be careful. You know, it's, it's, it's better to obey God. It's better to obey God. Hallelujah. But I think Adam did that because of the love uh, he, he, he had for Eve. But what about the love of God? Because he was given that instruction. Hallelujah. Do not allow the devil into your life. Do not allow the devil into your destiny. Because every time you commit sin, it's an open door. Every time you are away from him, I mean from the presence of God, there's a loophole. Whatsoever step you are taking in life, check it. Am I on the right track? Because, brethren, every secret thing will come open. You can hide from everyone, but you can't hide from God. Because he's the omnipotent God, omniscient God. All knowing God and God are present everywhere. He sees into your secret. He sees even through your heart. So you can't fool God. The Bible says God cannot be mocked. Whatsoever man sows, he shall reap. You can't fool God. So do not give an, 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 you know, an open door to the devil in your life by committing sin, by disobe disobeying God, going against the purpose and the will of God for your life because you carry a greater glory. Hallelujah. Tell it to yourself, I am carrying a greater glory. Hallelujah. When, when you give the devil, you know, a space, they always say, I don't, I, don't, I don't understand math. When you are talking about math, just remove me. But one thing I know that they are doing, they, they always say is that when you give a devil an inch, he goes miles. I don't know. I don't know how to calculate. But I, I know he goes, no, further. Hallelujah. So do not give him that opening in your life. Say no to every unrighteousness. Say no to every appearance of evil. Always ask yourself, will Jesus do this? I told you a story about the day when, when, when there was COVID. I was just saying to myself, I, need, I, I thought, we need a mask. I just took two, two marks at work and I was just going to my car. What is two marks for God's sake? And I was just, as I was going... So, you know, one spirit was just telling me, ah, why did you take the mask? You are not even the owner. This belongs to your workplace. And I said, ah, nobody, we have surplus here. But I got to my car, I have to turn back. Because I know that is the spirit of God. I went back, I dropped those masks. I have enough at home. Why am I taking this? 
So, but the problem we have is that we don't even hear God anymore. We don't. He speaks all the time, but we don't hear him. We follow our own mind. We follow our own thought, our own ideas. We always think we know better. You know, sin is so sweet. But the end is destruction. Adam and Eve, they ate that sweet fruit. That the Bible says he looked, she looked, and he, she thought to herself that this is beautiful. And she ate, and she gave to her husband to eat as well. So you will always think that, oh, this thing is so nice. I don't care about what God is feeling now. At least his mercy is there. I will have mercy on me. Have you forgotten the Bible says, shall we continue sinning and say the grace you are banned? The Bible says, never. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I've not read the Bible. I know you'll be wondering, what is she even saying? She has not even read the Bible since. I'm coming there. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. I want to tell you this morning that every life, as you are sitting, there is a glory attached to your destiny. Every child born has a glory attached to their destiny. Hallelujah. But that glory is lost due to several factors. And this has called a setback in the lives of many. Many died with their glory. Many greater glory are in the grave. They did not manifest. This glory, lost glory, will cause setback. It will cause limitation. Hallelujah. And that is why we need to be careful. I want us to open our Bible to the book of Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 7. Thank you, Jesus. I have seen servants on horses. Why princes walk on the ground like servants? That is the result of lost glory. That is the result of lost status. The princes are walking like slaves. They are walking like servants. The princes are supposed to be riding horses. They are walking barefooted. Do you think this is where you're supposed to be? No. You did not belong to a valley. You belong to the mountain. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Have you noticed that the, del the deliverer is now leading deliverance? Somebody that's supposed to be conducting deliverance is the one being delivered. That is an error. Have you seen a victor becoming a victim? You are born victorious. But the devil has so much turned your life to a victim. Hallelujah. They always say this thing in my culture. A, a, a child of, the, of somebody selling clothes that have, you know, a shop of, full of clothes like this, that, like this all. And it's, he or she is wearing rags. Is that not an error? Have you ever see, seen a king or prince begging for food? No, they're always in the place of power. They're always in affluence. They live in riches. But what is your case? You always tell yourself, I am a royal priesthood. Are you really shining? Are you really walking as a king? 
Can people see you and see that, you know, that the royalty in you? Because whenever a king appears, you will see that royalty upon them. Can people see that? Can they see your glory shining? Can they see that royalty upon your life? It's an error. Hallelujah. Now let's open our Bible to the book of Exodus. I'm starting the message now. Thank you, Jesus. Exodus chapter 2, reading from verse 2 to 4. Thank you, media team, for this you know, scream before me. I really appreciate this. Hallelujah. You are blessed. Uh, the woman became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She saw that it was a special baby. Note that word, special. And kept him eating for three months. But when she could no longer hide him, she got a basket made of papyrus reeds and waterproofed it with tar and peach. She put the baby in the basket and laid it among the reeds along the bank of the Nile River. Verse 4. The baby's sister then stood at a distance, watching to see what will happen to him. Hallelujah. That is the story of Moses. I want to open your eyes to certain things. Hallelujah. Moses, the Bible said, when Moses was born, it was a time of, no, I, I, will, I will not say it's not, it wasn't the right time at all. <laughs> it wasn't the right time. Because that was when a law is there to be killing every male child. The Bible says, Moses' mother hid him for how many months? Three months. Three months. Hallelujah. But when she could no longer hide him, she has to say, okay, I will take him, uh, no, strategize, so as for her son to be saved. What is that showing to you? That is telling you that Moses carry a glory. He carry one special glory that can never be hidden. It doesn't matter the intention of men. It doesn't matter the intention of the enemy concerning your life. Every power that says your glory will not shine. I consume them to ashes this morning. In the name of Jesus Christ. I call forth your glory. In the name of Jesus Christ. By the power that formed the earth. I call forth your glory. In the name of Jesus Christ. The power that could not stop Moses from shining. Will not stop you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Moses is a special child. Holy Spirit. You know one thing I notice. Have you ever seen a three month old child. Employing his own mother. <laughs> oh Jesus. Moses gave his mother a job. Ah. You know I was reading this story. And I was telling myself. This is. This is interesting. How can a three-month-old child give his mom a job? That you know what, mom? Take, you have a job. You have a job in the palace. In a special place. Just look after me and you will be paid. That is to show you he's a special child. He's a child of destiny. 
and the enemies tried. They tried to kill him. They tried to stop that glory. They tried to hide that glory, but it wasn't. It was unstoppable. They could not hide him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Brethren, I want us to be careful. When you are talking about glory, I want you to know that glory can be lost. Number one, if you are writing, put it down. Glory can be stolen. Glory can be diverted. Glory can be covered. Glory can be buried. Glory can be manipulated. Your glory will not be manipulated in the name of Jesus Christ. They tried to cover Moses' glory. They tried to bury his glory. But he refused. He said, you are joking. Because I am a special child. Hallelujah. Your glory will become unstoppable. In the name of Jesus Christ. I receive. But mind you, not all glory can be covered. Not all glory can be stopped. Not all glory can be manipulated. I want to put you in that class. In the name of Jesus Christ. Your glory will not be manipulated. Your glory will not be covered. Your glory will not be buried. In the name of Jesus Christ. Your glory will not be diverted. In the name of In the name of God. Hallelujah. Yes, we are moving forward. Thank you, Jesus. 1 Samuel chapter 30. 1 Samuel chapter 30. I'm reading from verse 1 to 8. Okay. And it came to pass, when David and his men were come to Siklag, listen attentively. On the third day, that the Amalekites had invaded the south, and Siklag and, smit and smitting Siklag, and burn it with fire. And are taking the women captives. Listen attentively. They had taken the women captives that were daring. They slew not any, either great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. <laughs> they did not kill anyone, they just took them away. So David and his men came to the city. And behold, it was burned with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captives. Can you imagine what the devil can do? Then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. You will not weep in Jesus' name. Amen. And David's two wives were taken captives. Hainoam, the Jezreelite, and Abigail, the wife of Nabal, the Carmelite. And David was greatly distressed for the people's sake of stolen him. Because the soul of all the people was grieved. Every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. Thank God he knew his God. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. And David said to Abiata, the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me hither the effort. And Abiata brought thither the effort to David. And David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake him, and without fail, recover all. 
I don't know whatsoever you might have lost to the devil. The power in this world. You shall recover all in the name of Jesus Christ. You shall recover all in the name of Jesus Christ. You shall recover all in the name of Jesus Christ. Every wasted years shall be recovered in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I want to read verse 11. Can I have that same chapter back, please? In their team. Thank you, Jesus. There's a special thing I want to point our attention to. 4 Samuel 30, yeah, verse 11. The Bible says, And they found an Egyptian in the field and brought him to David. And gave him bread. And he did eat. And they made him drink water. Can we continue verse 12? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And they gave him a piece of a cake of figs. And two cluster of raisins. And when he had eaten, his spirit came again to him. For he had eaten no bread, nor drunk any water. Three days and three nights. And David said unto him, To whom belongest thou? David was asking him, Who are you? And whence art thou? And he said, I'm a young man of Egypt, servant to an Amalekite. And my master left me because three days ago I fell sick. 14. We made an invasion upon the south of the Chariotites. That was that man talking here. And upon the coast, which belonged to Judah, and upon the south of Caleb, and we burned Siklag with fire. Yes, let's continue. And David said to him, Cast thou bring me down to this complaint. I think New King James Version would be better. And he said, Swear unto me by God, that thou will neither kill me nor deliver me into the hands of my master. And I will bring thee down to this company. Mm -hmm. Verse 16. Let's continue to 19. Thank you, Jesus. And when he had brought him down, behold, they were spread abroad upon all the heart, eating and drinking and dancing because of all the great spoil that they are taken out of the land. Let me stop there. Thank you, media team. What I want to point out here for you guys is this. You know, these Amalekites, they were fighting, you know, the David, uh, David and his group. And you know what they did? This man we were talking about is one of them. But because he, he was so weak, he could not continue. They left him in the battlefield and they moved forward. Do you get it? How many of you have caught the revelation? That is a mistake on the Amalekite troop. And that caused their downfall. Because the man they left behind was the one that gave David information about the way. Ah, this is the way they took. Let me show you. For the fact that you will not kill me, let me show you the way. Oh, Jesus Christ. I want to pray for you this morning. I want to pray for you this morning that your enemy will continue to make mistakes. They will continue to make mistakes that will lead to your victory. 
they will continue to make mistakes that will lead to your breakthroughs. Oh, yes. In the name of Jesus Christ. They will be missing their ways. They will be misbehaving. They will be making mistakes. Amen. And all mistakes. They, can you just imagine? They left him and God used him for David breakthrough. He used him for David victory. Hallelujah. God will use your enemy for your victory in the name of Jesus Christ. They shall become your stepping stone to success. I receive. You will march upon them and that will be your stepping stone to success. I receive. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's so funny. Thank you, Lord. And that is to show us that David... If you read further to 19, they recovered everything. God restored back everything they have lost. Thank you, Jesus. I'm reading 1 Samuel chapter 5 because of time. Thank you, Lord. 1 Samuel chapter 5, verse 1. Thank you, Lord. And the Philistine took the ark of God and brought it from Ebenezer unto Ashdod. This one is the story of the ark of God. The ark of God was going into different, you know. They stole the ark of God. They put it in this one's house. It became an issue. They put it down in the other person's house. It became an issue. But <laughs> until the ark of God returned back to its rightful place. What is it that the enemy has stolen in your life? Is there anything that the enemy has stolen in your life? They will never know peace until it is returned. In the Amen. name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Verse 11, 1 Samuel 5, 11. 1 Samuel 5, 11. So they sent and gathered together all the laws of the Philistines and said, send away the ark of God to Israel. Because now they are tired. Can you imagine? And let it go back to his own place <laughs> so that it does not kill us and our people. <laughs> Whoever is holding back your glory, they will never know peace until they return your glory back to you. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. For there was deadly destruction throughout all the cities. <laughs> they don't know. They don't know that we are serving the Almighty God. Who is there that wants to joke with your destiny? Who is there that is telling you you cannot move forward? Who is there that is telling your children that they will not shine? I frustrate their plans and agenda. In the name of Jesus Christ. Your children will shine. Their light will shine. Your children shall excel. In the name of Jesus. Your children will rule their generation. In the name of Jesus Christ. And lift them above their mates. And lift them above their counterparts. In the name of Jesus Christ. See. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Kapota Lia Basika Lia. 1 Samuel chapter 6, verse 3. Thank you, Lord. Are you thinking there's something so big in your life that God cannot do? You are thinking you have lost it. It's too late. 
Ah, it's just too late. Maybe five years, maybe five years ago could have been better. Is that what you are telling yourself? Let's read this. So they said, if you send away the ark of the God of Israel, listen attentively. Do not send it empty, but by all means, return it to him with a trespass offering. Then you will be healed and it will be known to you why his hand is not removed from you. Brethren, I want to tell you this thing. If you are thinking there's something in your life that is too much for God to do, that you are thinking, oh, it is too late, listen to this verse. He said that ark of, of confidence should be returned, but not just empty-handed. Return with blessings. Return with double portion. Oh, yes. So are you here thinking you have lost another $100? <laughs> One million dollar is coming back in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Have you lost one year? The Lord is restoring it back to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Every wasted years, every wasted time shall be recovered in the name of Jesus Christ. Your wasted year is restored. 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 Your wasted year is restored in the name of Jesus Christ. Are you a student doing a course taking you too long to finish? I want to stand upon the power in the word of God. I want to stand upon the efficacy of the Lord. I want to stand upon the power that formed the earth. I want to stand upon the power in the word of God. I declare and I declare. Divine speed. Divine speed. Divine speed. Divine speed. Divine speed. In the name of Jesus Christ. Masia Botalia. You are unstoppable because you I carry receive. a special glory. You are unstoppable. Oh, yes. Your children are unstoppable. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know who is here. You are crying. Somebody is here crying. I don't know you, but God knows you. That is the Spirit of God telling me now. That somebody here, you are crying inside, in your inner heart. If you are the person, all eyes closed, arise on your feet. Do not waste this time. If you are the person, you are crying inside. I don't know what you are crying for. Arise on your feet. All eyes closed. Masia Botalia. I stand upon the power and the word of God. Holy Spirit, I commit your children into your hands. I decree and I declare an end to your tears in the name of Jesus Christ. An end to your tears. An end to your tears. An end to your tears. Your tears are wiped off. Your tears are wiped off by the lesson of the word of God. Your tears are wiped off. Your tears are wiped off. You will laugh. You shall testify. You shall testify. You shall testify. You shall testify. As from today, begin to express his goodness. The goodness of God. The goodness of God. The goodness of God. The goodness of God. In the name of Jesus, so shall it be. Take your seat in his presence. Hallelujah.
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Do not joke with this moment. I beg you in the name of God. Do not joke with this moment. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Your career, somebody is here. You are so worried about your career. If you are the person that rise on your feet now, see kapota liaba hikalia, jelia botalia, all eyes closed. Lee kapota liaba sheke hikalia. If indeed our God is a faithful God, malia botalia basikalia. If you are about your career, you are so worried, you don't know where to even go. I want to say to you today, there is a way for you already. There is a way for you already. In the name of Jesus Christ, I give the devil 24 hours ultimatum to release your career. In the name of Jesus Christ, so shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name, you will testify. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Can we open our Bible to the book of Genesis chapter 37? Genesis 27, uh, 37, I mean. I will read verse 18. Are we following? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Masia Botalia. Genesis 37, 18. I will read through 18 to maybe 27. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And when they saw him afar off, who know whom we are talking about here? We are talking about Joseph. Hallelujah. We are talking about the life of Joseph. Now when they saw him afar, I mean the brothers of Joseph, they saw him afar off. Even before he came near them, they conspired against him to kill him. I'm talking about his own brothers. The Bible says the enemy of a person is his own household. Joseph's brothers. That's due to what? Jealousy. And jealousy is the root of all hatred. When you see people just hating on you unnecessarily, it's just jealousy. It's just envy. And that's the same thing that happened to Joseph. Because he had a dream. And he shared the dream with them. And they said, are you stupid? You're expecting us, your elder brother, to be bowing down for you. And you will die. So, some dreams are better kept to yourself. Be wise. Hallelujah. Then they said to one another, look, this dreamer is coming. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus Christ. Come therefore, let us now kill him. Ah. And cast him into some pit. And we shall say, some wild beast has defiled him. We shall see what will become of his dreams. Can you imagine? They are just so you know, angry because of that dream. But Reuben had it. That Reuben is what? The firstborn. And he delivered him out of their hands. Thank God for Reuben. 
He saved that destiny. He saved that glory. And said, let us not kill him. You know, you don't know the grace of God upon your life has kept you to today. What enemy has installed for you is beyond this. But the grace of God has kept you. Just as, you know, Reuben interceded for Joseph. And Reuben said to them, shed no blood, but cast him into this pit, which is in the wilderness. They tried to bury his glory. By casting him into the pit. And that was why I told you, glory can be buried. And do not lay a hand on him, that he might deliver him out of their hands and bring him back to his father. So it came to pass, when Joseph had come to his brothers, that they stripped Joseph of, of his tunic. You know, the story continues. Let's continue, verse 24. And they took him and cast him into a pit, and the pit was empty. There was no water in it. 25. And they sat down to eat. Take note of that statement. They sat down to eat a meal. Can you just imagine that? You have just finished wasting a destiny. You have just finished putting your own brother, your own blood into a pit, inside a pit. And the Bible said, can I have that verse again, please? Verse 25. Is it, is it 24? We had this was talking about eating. Is it 26? Okay, 24. Let's have 24. I can't find it in 24. I just need that place seconds. he's talking about eating. Thank you, Jesus. Let's have 25, please. New King James Version. And they sat down to eat bread. And they lift up, uh, lifted up their eyes and, and they sat down to eat a meal. You don't destroy a destiny and you are rejoicing. Eating and drinking. After destroying a destiny. You know why they were hitting? You know why they were rejoicing? They thought that was the end of Joseph. They thought that yes. <laughs> Let's see how he will come and be you know, ruling over us. And that is the same thing the enemy is thinking about you. They thought they've destroyed you. They've thought that, no, no, there's no way this, 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 this glory is rising up again. But I want to tell you today, your glory is definitely rising up again. Hallelujah. The, the story, this story continues. And we move to Genesis 42 because of time. Verse 23. 42, 23. The Bible said, but they did not know that Joseph understood them. You know the story. When they have done all those things, they later sold Joseph into the Potiphar's house. That's the story. We all know the story of Joseph. And after that, Potiphar's wife tried to, you know, implicate Joseph and put him into trouble. But still, that is another way to truncate his destiny. 
That is another way to divert his glory. But because Joseph knew that, no, I belong to God, he stood on his ground. And that was why I told you, it is very, very important for you to know who you are. Because if you don't know who you are, devil will steal your glory away. If Jesus had not known that, okay, I am a child of God, he would have misbehaved. He would have you know, thought that, okay, the Potiphar's house is the end. After all, I am in charge here. Because he was in charge of Potiphar's house. He put him in charge of everything, including his wife. And that was the opportunity the wife, you know, saw and wanted to take that opportunity. But Joseph, the Bible says he ran out. How many of you do run away from sin? It has to come to a point that you will make a decision in your life that no, I will not commit this thing. I will not partake in this thing you guys are doing. Because I know who I am. I belong to the kingdom of God. I can't just do the thing. It is not just right. Until you get to that point in your life, that is when you will see the glory of God shining upon you. That is when you will see the glory of God radiating upon your destiny. It is true. You have crossed from death to life. But it's beyond that. Because your life needs to manifest his glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 4, Genesis 42-23. The Bible says, but they did not know that Joseph understood them. For he spoke to them through an interpreter. What am I saying here? After so many times, after so many years, that even the father of Joseph has thought that, okay, he's dead. He's no more alive. But you know what? There was famine in the, in, in the land of Egypt. And they have to go to Joseph. This dream that he had is now coming to pass now. So when they arrived, they saw Joseph, but they did not know that was Joseph because of what? His language has changed. <laughs> another level. Take me to another level. Another level. That is another level for him. God has taken him to another level of glory. God has taken Joseph to another level of glory. To a higher level of glory. Just because he obeyed. Just because he obeyed God. He received automatic promotion. He received divine appointment. I want to pray for you this morning. That your language is changing. By the power in the name of Jesus. Your level is changing. God is lifting you higher. Another level of glory. Another level of glory. Another level of glory. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But do you know the funniest thing? The, the brothers of Jesus, uh, the bro brothers of Joseph, they came to do what? Who knows why they came? They came for food. <laughs> what happened when they put Joseph in the pit? They were eating. The Bible said they were eating the meal. Food. The same thing. <laughs> the enemy used to mock your destiny. They will come to beg for it. 
Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Can you imagine that? That's a revelation. When they put him inside the pit, they were eating. The Bible said they, they were eating a meal. Now they've come to beg for the same meal. That is what God can do. He's a faithful God. He's a powerful God. Your status is changing this morning. I receive. Your language is changing. I receive. I don't know what is it in your life. The enemy is using to mock you. Is it that you don't have a house over your head? Or is it that you don't even have a car to drive? I decree and I declare a provision for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatsoever the devil is using to mock you, whatsoever the enemy is using against you, I turn it into your favor. I receive. In the name of Jesus Christ, I, I declare by the power in the word of God that lies shall fall into pleasant places for you. I receive. In the name of Jesus Christ, whatsoever your mates are doing with ease, it will not be difficult for you. I receive. In the name of Jesus Christ, a way already. There's a way already. A way for you already. A way for you already. Oh, yes. The power that passed the Red Sea. Oh, yes. That power is still existing today. I, I stand upon the name of Jesus Christ. And I declare a way in your Red Sea. A way in your wilderness. In the name of Jesus Christ. Masia Botania. Every power that says you will not go. I command them in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes. Lose them and let them go. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, faithful Father. Hallelujah. Are we following? Yes. The book of Judges. Judges 16. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Judges, chapter 16, read from verse 19. Judges 16, 19 through 22. Masia Botalia, then she lured him to sleep. Whom are we talking about here? We are talking about Samson. Thank you, Lord. We are talking about Samson. Then she lured him to sleep on her knees. That is what women can do. We can be so crafty. But men, <laughs> you need to be wiser. Hallelujah. Know who you are. Thank you, Jesus. And I pray that you will never encounter a devilish woman in your life in the name of Jesus. Amen. If you are a young man here, I pray for you by the mighty name of Jesus. You will never make a mistake that will cost you your destiny. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Many people have made such mistakes and their destiny is truncated. Your destiny will never become truncated. I receive. In the name of Jesus Christ. I receive. And called for a man and had him shave off the seven locks on his head 
This is a Nazarite. No, no razor supposed to touch his hair. His head. No razor. Look what, what a woman did to him. The power of a wicked woman. The power of a devilish woman. Then she began to torment him. <laughs> Can you imagine? Then where is the love again? Love has disappeared. You know, before he did that, he would have told, uh, she would have told him, I love you so much. Just to gain an access into his destiny. And the moment he had him in, his, in her hands, in the moment she had him in her hands, she said, the Bible said, then she began to torment him and his strength left him. Oh, Jesus, your strength will never leave you. Amen. Ah, Jesus Christ. And she said, you know what she did? She called the enemies. Okay. Come. Come. Come and attack him. Holy Spirit. This is a guy that they've warned him. Something was warned. Do not marry from that tribe. Do you understand? But he, he, he disobeyed. And she said, the, the Philistines are upon you, Samson. Can you imagine? He, she called the Philistine upon Samson. So he awoke from his sleep and said, I'll go out as before. <laughs> he didn't know that he has lost the power. He didn't know that he has no strength anymore. He thought he could hurt like before. And he said, at other times, and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord has departed from him. Brethren, anytime you disobey God, he leaves. He leaves. Many of us, we are putting the spirit of God in a corner in our life. We, don't, we, we have stopped consulting God before we take decisions. We always rely on our own ability. You can't do anything by your own. Now, look at the life of Samson. He thought he could do it by himself. But he couldn't because God has left him. You are what you are by the power of God. You are what you are by the spirit of God. And we are not, sorry, we are nothing by, without his power. We are nothing without his grace. And you should ask, have that at the back of your mind every time. And that is why you should obey him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Let's continue. Let me have judges back, please. Verse 21. Thank you, Jesus. Then the Philistine took him and put out his eyes, Holy Spirit, and brought him down to Gaza. They burned him with bronze fetters, and he became a grinder in the prison. You know the meaning of a grinder. That job of a grinder, those are the people that they, 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 they usually grind corns. That's the lowest type of job a person can do that time. They made so ridicule of him, they made him so useless. Pluck out his two eyes. If without your eyes, what can you even do? There's nothing you can do anymore. If you don't have your eyes, how will you be able to even see? So they make him so useless. This is a guy that was so powerful before. 
But because of disobedience, by the, with the power of you know, wicked women, his destiny, his glory was truncated. His glory was, you know, was diverted. Hallelujah. Young men, be careful. Hallelujah. You will never make mistake that will cost you your life. In the name of Jesus, and for us that we are here, our kids are not here. Wherever they are, the mighty hands of God will rest upon them. And the Spirit of God will continue to lead them aright. In the name of Jesus Christ. And that is why that single seminar is very important. Do not miss it. I encourage you, if you are in that age bracket, do not miss that seminar. Do not miss it. If you want to know the secret things of God, you have to come there. Hallelujah. Do you want to hear the story of how me and my husband met as well? You can come. We are happy to share our story. We are happy to, you know, you know tell you and open your eyes to you know the secret things of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You can invite your friends and family members as well. Thank you, Lord. Can we read verse 22 now? Thank you, Jesus. I want us to know that this guy, we are talking about something. He carried a special glory upon his head. We have seen all those miraculous things he did. He's not just an ordinary person, just like you and I. But because of just mere disobedience, look at what no, that disobedience has cost him. 22. Can I have 22 in, in King James Version? There's a, no, I, I like the way King James put it. Yes. He said, albeit, the ear of his head began to grow again after he was shaving. That was the question. The Bible said, albeit, how come that ear, oh Jesus, in the Bible, what did ear stand for? Do you know what ear stand for in the word of God? Stand for glory. <laughs> the enemy cut off his glory. And they thought that was the end of something. But see God. See God. That ear began to grow back. His glory came back. Hallelujah. I don't know. Maybe the enemy, they were thinking, oh, we have finished him. Man, you have finished your destiny. No. I'm telling you, your glory will come back. There is nothing impossible with God. Because we serve the almighty God. And he's a merciful God. You know what? Don't look down upon yourself. That oh. Uh, maybe I've done something so worse. That no God cannot even forgive me. No. He's a faithful God. The Bible said. The steadfast love of the Lord almighty never ceases. And his mercies. Never come to an end. They are new every morning. His messes never come to an end. So, he, 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 the Bible says his ear began to grow again. Hallelujah. And that ear that was growing again, you know what? The enemy did not know. If they had known that if you allow this ear to grow back again, <laughs> something will happen to us. I know they will shave it again. But they did not know. That was another mistake. <laughs> yeah. 
Hallelujah. He caught them unaware. Your case, we, we cut the enemy unaware in the name of Jesus I Christ. Receive. They will never understand your way. I receive. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He caught them unaware. And what happened? When you read that story, when you continue to read that story, the Bible says, at the last time, Samson rose up and he destroyed all his enemies. He destroyed every one of them. He prayed to God, just give me this one more chance. I don't care if I die with them, but give me one more chance to prove that you are indeed a, 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 the almighty God. And the Bible says God granted his request. He destroyed every one of them because he carried that glory. That year has, has grown back. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You know, it's always amazed me what the enemy... If, if Reuben has knew that saving Joseph or stopping the brothers from killing him will have made Joseph to live longer, he would have supported them to kill him. You know... God is beyond, you know, the plans and strategies of the enemy. Hallelujah. Their plans will never come to pass upon your life. The Bible says, gather, they shall gather. But because their gathering is not of God, they will not stand. So any contrary gathering against your destiny shall never stand. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Wherever they might be gathering concerning your life, Wherever they might be gathering concerning your children. Oh, yes. Concerning your family. Oh, yes. I frustrate their plans if it is not of God. In the name of Jesus Christ. You know the testimony of Samson. It's really, really shocked the enemy. They were so amazed. They were wondering, how come? Where did this power come from? Your testimony will shock your enemy. I receive. In the name of Jesus Christ. The I wonders, receive. the signs, and the miracles that will show forth in your life will shock your enemy. I In receive. the name of Jesus Christ. Psalm chapter 126. Psalm 126 verse 1. When the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, the Bible said we were like those who dream. You were, that's how your story will be. Because when the Lord shall return everything you have lost, oh Jesus Christ, you will be thinking you are dreaming. Amen. Am I dreaming? What is happening to me? When you lay your hands on the things that you thought they are impossible, it's just like a mother carrying his first child. In her hand. It will be like that. You will just be looking at that child. Eh? Am I? Am, am I the, I remember when I gave birth to my son. <laughs> I wake up in the middle of night to look at his face like this. <laughs> yeah, because you know, you'll be wondering. Hey, hey. Is this one from me? Hey. This is unbelievable. How come? Because I was just me. Oh, Jesus. I was not exposed at all. Unfortunately, I was not. The exposed type of a girl. I'm not. I'm hot there. Yeah, I'm, 
I'm a social type, but not really exposed into dirty stuff. So I have no idea. And you know, in my culture, there are some things you don't talk about. They'll be hiding everything from you. So you don't really even know what. You understand? So until that day, hey Jesus. But when the child came, you will be looking, what is this? How come? Is this possible? Is this? Yeah. Just to tell you, honestly speaking, if you are praying for a child, there is nothing impossible with God. Amen. Because you will celebrate. And we shall rejoice with you. You will carry your own baby in the name of Jesus Christ. And if you know anyone looking for a child, I want to pray for them this morning. That Lord will open their womb in the name of Jesus Christ. He's a faithful God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. As I'm finishing, I have a lot here, but because of time. First Chronicles chapter 4. First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9 through 10. Thank you, Jesus Christ. This is the story of Jabez. And Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. Look at that. He carried a special glory. The Bible says, out of his brothers, he was more honorable. When you look at your life as you are sitting, how many of you still have brothers elsewhere? For me, all my siblings are back at home. I'm the only one here. Can you imagine? You know, Jabez carried a special grace. The Bible says he was more honorable than his brethren. And his mother called his name Jabez. Saying, because I bear him with sorrow. What kind of a mother is that? No matter what the condition and no surrounding the birth of your child, you need to be careful about the name you placed upon your children. I want to tell you, brethren, this morning, if your child is bearing any name you are not comfortable with, and it's not by Blicker, if a name, if they are bearing a child that is not according to the will of God, change it today. Tomorrow might be too late. Because a name carries power. A name you bear carries authority. Because you, are, you answer to your name. If I said love it. Love it. Come. 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 She answered because she's bearing love it. She answered me. If I said okay let me call her Grace. Grace come. She's not Grace. She will not answer. So you answer to your name. So that is why, you know, name carries power. You know what? I'm Rachel, but Rachel is my baptism name. I don't like the name at all. My dad gave me. He said, no, when you, when you did baptism, when you, have your, when you are baptized, you shall be called Rachel. Because all of us, we are just R. My dad was just after the letter R. Because my dad's name is Ruben. So all of us, we are hard, 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 hard like that. So and he, he gave me Rachel. But when I read the story of Rachel that he stole something, ah! I said, no, I don't want that. I don't want somebody who is still. <laughs> For it is well. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. But, you know, if you know my main name, which is Omobola, my name means a child born. 
meeting with riches. That's the meaning of my name. It's a special name. I'm so proud of my name. Because when my parents gave back to me, they were so blessed then, riches here and out. Name has power. So when you have a child now, know the name you are going to give to them. And if you are bearing a name that is not according to the will of God, change your name. It is not too late. Because you answer to your name. Just like Jabez. The Bible says the mother gave him that name because of the situation. Because of the circumstances surrounding uh, his birth. I want to tell you some, you know, some glory are lost, you know, due to the circumstances surrounding your birth. Jabez has foundational problem. The Bible says if the foundation is destroyed, what can the righteous do? His case is so pathetic. Because he didn't even know. But the mother just put that name on his head. And the Bible said, God said he, he was more honorable more than all his brethren. That means he carried a special glory. But because of his name, everything is working against him. Because of the name he bears, Auntie, hallelujah. Let's continue. Verse 9. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, verse 10. Thank you, Lord. And Jabez called on, on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed and enlarge my coast. We always sing here, enlarge my territory. When we sing that song, I sing from my heart. But people will just be looking, what is wrong with this one? You cannot understand. But you will only understand if you are in the spirit with me. Hallelujah. And thy hand might be with me. And that thou wouldest keep, keep me from evil. That it may not grieve me. And God granted him that which he requested. What am I saying there? That everything that the devil has used to destroy your glory because of the circumstance of your birth. They are reversed. This morning, in the name of Jesus Christ. I don't know the circumstances that surround your home birth. But this is something you can look into. I was talking to my daughter this morning, telling her stories about me, you know, me and my mom. We have so many things in common. And she was saying, no, mom, I'm not connected to that. And I said, if you like connect to that, if you like not connect to that. It depends on what, whatever she wants to take from it. But one thing I always tell myself, that the death that killed my mom will never kill me. What overcome her will never overcome me. I always say it. I so much look like my mom. When you see me, that's my mom. And everything, even to the date of birth, even to the husband we marry, my dad was an engineer, my husband is an engineer. Everything is just in sequence. And I say to myself, no, the dead that kill her will not kill me. I will never allow that. Because for me, I will see my children, 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 even in sun health, in the name of Jesus Christ. So shall it be for you. You will see your children's children's children 
in sound health, you will not be sick. God will grant you long life. God will grant you sound health. And you shall witness the good deeds of your children in the land of living. In the name of Jesus Christ. Because of time. Mark chapter 10. Mark chapter 10. 46 through 52. Oh Jesus, I think we are going to finish. Mark chapter 10. 46 through 52. And they came to Jericho. And as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. Oh, Jesus Christ. The Bible says blind Bartimaeus. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried the more. <laughs> I want to believe someone is here this morning to cry. You are here to know, call upon your God this morning. The Bible says he cried the more. A great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. I want to be delivered. <laughs> and many charged him. Okay. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man. Can you imagine? The Bible says, Call upon me in the day of trouble. And I will deliver you. I will show you great and unsearchable things which you know not. The Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ shall be saved. The Bible said, The name of the Lord is a strong toward the righteous runners, and they are saved. Are you ready to call upon his name today? Hallelujah. The Bible said when he called unto Jesus, he said, and Jesus stood still, and he commanded him to be called. Jesus stopped on behalf of Bartimaeus. He's ready to stop on your behalf this morning. If only you will call upon him. There's a little that can do for you. But if only you will call upon the name of Jesus today. It will stop on your behalf. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort. Rise, he called thee. And he, he, casting away his garment, he rose and he came to Jesus. How did he do that? I thought he was blind. Let's continue. 51. And Jesus answered and said unto him, what without that high should do unto you? That is King James Version for you. What do you want me to do for you? And I'm asking you the same question this morning. What do you want God to do for you? The blind man said unto the Lord that I might receive my sight. Not too many words. Is there anything in your life that is so, so, so important? It's so, so vital. You think that yes, you need it now. Uh, this is the hour because Jesus is here his presence is here hallelujah and Jesus said unto him go thy way thy faith hath made thee whole hallelujah and immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way hallelujah his sight was restored back to him his sight was given back to him 
and that is to tell you that it's nothing impossible with him only if you if you will call upon his name today i want you to know that this guy Bartimaeus, has been has been blind for a very long time and he has no solution he has been moving in that same condition for a very long time but when the hour came, when the, when the day came, he met with the Lord Jesus and he was restored. Brethren, I want to tell you today that today is the hour. Now is the time. Do you want to fight for your blessing? Do you want to contend with the angel of God this morning? Hallelujah. Are you ready? Are you ready to talk to God? I want to tell you today the gospel of the kingdom of God is a gospel of restoration and everything you've lost shall be restored back to you. Another mistake of the devil. I'm closing up. Another mistake of the devil. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The media team are just sending their apologies that they've lost the connection to most of the mystical instruments. So just bear with us. Hallelujah. God is powerful. Nothing can stop us. Hallelujah. We are not moving by what we see. We are not moving with the situation. We move by the power of the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Another mistake the devil made in this life of this guy. Do you know? Who wants to tell me? What is the mistake of the devil in Bartimaeus' life? The mistake of the devil is that he failed to block his ear. And he failed to cut his tongue that he could not speak. Like a potalia. Yeah, he could not see, but he can talk and he can hear. So he heard when Jesus was passing. And he could make a cry. You have your eyes with you. You have your ear to hear. You have your mouth to talk. Are you ready to pray? Rise upon your feet this morning. Rise upon your feet this morning. Begin to speak in the tongue of heaven. My Jake Potter, Liaba Sikalia, a Jake Potter, Liaba Zagabota, my Jake Leke Potter, but Leke Thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry, visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings. And it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed. And until next time, Shalom.